We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on again tonight. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, t- uh, this episode, I'm going to be diving into uh, another bowl breakdown for the 2022 bowl season. Um, this episode will focus on the New Mexico Bowl coming up on Saturday, December 17th. Uh, we will have the SMU Mustangs against the BYU Cougars. Um, should be a ton of offensive firepower going into this game. Uh, I could see a very, very high-scoring game. But first, as I do uh, with with all these breakdowns, I want to take a little bit of a look into uh, um, some of these, uh, like the previous uh, results in, in these bowl games. The New Mexico Bowl has been around since 2006. Um, current ties are with the Mountain West and Conference USA. Obviously, BYU um, getting a nod uh, because of uh, neither neither the conferences had enough uh, uh, teams get in. Uh, previously, the WAC had tie-ins and the Pac-12 had tie-ins to this bowl game. So looking at some of the previous games... Um, the Mountain West has had some tremendous success in this game um, against some uh, very good teams. Last year's game, or yeah, the 2021 version of this game, Fresno State against UTEP, was first, UTEP's first bowl game in a long, long time. Ended up being a very good game. Fresno State uh, ended up winning 31-24. to um, But uh, we, we've seen some very good performance in this game. Uh, Jordan Love at Utah State had a tremendous game. I believe it was 2018. Um, so, nonetheless, just some uh, good offensive outputs in this game by certain players. Um, so, n- nonetheless, let's let's go ahead and focus in on uh, the, the teams playing this year. Like I said, SMU against BYU. SMU enters the bowl game at seven and five overall. They went five and three in the AAC. Um, throughout their season, they opened up the year at North Texas. They won 48 to 10. Then they turned around, beat FCS Lamar 45 to 16. Um, then they lost at Maryland 34 to 27 in a in a good football game. It was a very good game between two uh, pretty evenly matched teams. They lost to TCU 42 to 34. We've seen what TCU has done this year. Um, They lost at UCF. The game was moved due to hurricanes. Uh, UCF ended up winning 41-19. Turned around next week, they beat Navy 40-34. Lost to number 21 Cincinnati 29-27. Then they beat Tulsa. Won at Tulsa 45-34. Then on November 5th, they beat Houston in uh, just an unbelievable unbelievable football game 77 63 i will get into that game a little bit more in a second um just 
some shattering numbers in that game. They won at UCF 41 to 23, lost at number 21 Tulane 59 to 24, and beat Memphis 34-31. So their three conference losses were to the the three top teams, UCF, Cincinnati, and Tulane. Obviously, uh, they beat Houston. So let's let's look at that Houston game. So Tanner Mordecai, SMU's quarterback, um, set school and AAC records with nine touchdown passes in that game and an NCAA record tying seven touchdown passes coming in the first half as the game ended in a 77-63 win for SMU. As a point of reference, Houston's men's basketball team beat SMU last year 75-61. So the football game was more high-scoring than the basketball game, believe it or not. And Houston's basketball team is a very high-scoring team. Um, During this football game, their combined 140 points set an NCAA single-game scoring record for two teams in regulation. The previous record was 137 um, when Pittsburgh beat Syracuse 76-61 back in 2016. Um, SMU reached school, school records with 77 points in the game, which tied the AAC record. They also, SMU set school records for 11 total touchdowns, 9 passing touchdowns scored, and 433 yards total in the first half. Um, the Mustangs scored touchdowns on their first nine drives of the game and didn't punt until their 10th drive with 5.30 left before the end of the third quarter. So Mordecai, Tanner Mordecai had those nine touchdown passes. He also had a two-yard touchdown run, which gave him 10 total touchdowns, which set a new single-game program and conference record. So just... An unreal uh, performance there uh, by Tanner Mordecai in the SMU offense. So you look at you look at their their offensive numbers. They average thirty eight points per game. They give up thirty five. Um, get three hundred twenty five passing yards per game. One hundred fifty five rushing yards per game. Give up two hundred forty three passing yards per game and two hundred three rushing yards per game. So they are great passing the ball. And defensively, they uh, have their struggles, to say the least. Um, BYU is 7-5 uh, and five coming into this game. A little bit of a disappointment on their season. as uh, Coming into the year, they were projected to potentially, even in some cases, to be uh, a New Year 6 participant. Open up the year with a big win at, at South Florida, 50-21. to 21. Then they beat number 9 Baylor in a thriller the second week of the season. Double overtime, 26-20. to 20. Turn around the next week, lost at number 25 Oregon, 41-20. to 20. Beat Wyoming, 38-24. Beat Utah State, 38-26. Um, then a huge uh, spiral here. Four-game losing streak started. Lost to Notre Dame in Las Vegas, 28-20. Lost to Arkansas 52-35. Lost at Liberty 41-14. Lost to East Carolina 27-24 on a last second field goal. Then they turned it around to end the year. Won at Boise State 31-28. Beat FCS Utah Tech 52-26. And won at Stanford 35-26. 
So it, it, it seems like the tough schedule bit them this year. Um, but, but that's one of the things you love about BYU and as their independent status. They, they're never afraid to play anybody. They definitely did that this year. Transitioning into the Big 12 next year, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But looking at their stats, 32 points per game. Uh, they give up 30 points per game. 267 passing yards per game. 174 rushing yards per game. Give up 236 passing yards per game. And they give up 173 rushing yards per game. So looking at uh, SMU now, 7-9-1 and one overall in their history of bowl, in bowl games. Um, looking at their all-conference players, first team all AAC wide receiver Rasheed Rice. Second team all AAC offensive guard Justin Osborne and defensive lineman Elijah Chapman. Then some of their key guys, I've already mentioned Tanner Mordecai on the season, 3,306 passing yards, 18th nationally, 31 touchdowns, which is 9th nationally, and then 9 interceptions. He had those 9 passing touchdowns against Houston, like I said, 10 total touchdowns in that game with a rushing touchdown himself. Then you have wide receiver Rashid Rice, 96 receptions, 4th nationally, 1,355 yards, which is second best in the nation. Then touch, 10 touchdowns was 11th nationally. Then looking at some of their stats, I think you know where I'm going with this. Eye-popping offensive numbers. Um, pretty dreadful defensive numbers, though, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, 17th nationally in third down offense with 47%. Uh, ninth in block kicks with 4 uh, ninth nationally in fewest penalties, um, 53 penalties. Uh, pretty impressive there. 17th in first down offense. They had 302 first downs on the season. 23rd in net punting, almost 41 yards per punt. Um, they're 6th in passing offense at 325 yards per game. I think we all saw that coming. 12th in red zone offense. They punched it in 91.4% of the time. They're 12th in scoring offense at over 38 points per game. Then an 11th in total offense at 480 yards per game. So this is an offense who can do some things. And they're going up against another offense who can do some things in BYU. Obviously, BYU is not in a conference. So no all-conference players to mention. Um, but I will go down the list with some of their key guys. BYU all-time is 16-22-1 in bowl games. Obviously, we know their tremendous history that they've had. Um, you look at quarterback Jaron Hall, 3,171 yards passing, which was 21st nationally. 31 TDs, again, ninth, uh, tied for ninth with Tanner Mordecai. Um, then he had 346 yards rushing and three more touchdowns on the ground. However, Jaron Hall is doubtful coming into this game with an undisclosed injury, so it'll be interesting to see, one, if he's able to go. It doesn't seem like he will, but then who then gets the nod at quarterback because that will change a lot of things in this football game. I think that's why SMU is favored in this game, just because they, have, uh, they should have the majority of their pieces, key pieces, I should say. Uh, BYU running back Christopher Brooks, 729 yards rushing and five touchdowns. Uh, wide receiver Pukanaka, 48 catches, 625 yards and five touchdowns. He's questionable coming into this game with an injury. He missed a handful of games 
this year with an injury, but he is a very, very talented wide receiver. A couple other receivers, Canoe Hill, 36 catches, 572 yards, and 7 touchdowns. Then Cody Epps, 39 catches, 459 yards, and 6 touchdowns. Then uh, prob probably their best defensive guy, if not one of the best, linebacker Ben Bywater, 87 tackles and 2 interceptions. So looking at some of their stats at a national standpoint, 21st in completion percentage at 65.8%, and that basically has everything to do with Jaron Hall. So if he doesn't play this game, it'll be very interesting to see how that goes. Um, BYU is 13th in net punting um, at over 41 yards per punt, 32nd in passing offense at nearly 267 passing yards per game, they're 41st in scoring offense with uh, 32 points per game. So you're going to have a high-scoring game here. 30, SMU averages 38. BYU averages 32. They're 8th in passing efficiency at 161.14. And they're 32nd in total offense at almost 441 yards per game. So like I've said, I, I see a potentially high-scoring football game. Um, SMU... Again, struggles defensively. And I think if Darren, Jaron Hall plays in this game, he could have uh, his stats could be eye-popping. But at the same time, whoever plays is going to have an opportunity to really do some things uh, passing on this SMU defense. Um, so uh, you look at the spread. Um, as of Friday, December 16th, SMU is favored by four. And the over-under is 64. And I know 64 is a big number. But I could really see this going over that um, just because both these teams can flat out score um, that we we have seen that with the numbers that I've that I've given you here. Um, and I think I think a key looking into this game, I, I'm go this key I'm looking at with both quarter with Jaron Hall playing with both quarterbacks playing. It's, it's going to come down to and I know this is going to sound like cliche but it's going to come down to who can get a stop um and if jaron hall plays I, I give that nod to the byu defense just because smu's defense all year has proved that they don't stop teams very well especially productive teams and byu is a productive team that can move the ball and uh i could just see that it going BYU's way now odds are it's looking like Jaron Hall won't play so then it then it boils down to okay can SMU then get some key stops and I I think that's really what this game comes down to which teams can get can get a couple stops whoever gets a couple stops is going to win this game because like what like we like I've said these teams are going to score so that's looking at the uh at, uh, the New Mexico Bowl. Uh, the weather could also be interesting in this game. I know in the past we've had some uh, snow flurries. Sometimes it's been wet, so that could play a role in this game as well. Uh, but again, thank you guys for tuning in. I, I'm doing breakdowns on every single bowl game this year. Um, feel free to tune in consistently to all those. Feel free to follow me personally at Coach underscore B Will on Twitter. Also, the podcast Twitter account at TNT College Foot One. Hope everybody's doing well. Have a good night. God bless.